Hello there. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope the previous podcast was a blessing to you. If you have not checked it out, I would encourage you to go and check it out. And today I have an interesting topic to share with you. So without wasting much time, let's get into it. There are times in our Christian life when we would have felt let me shut down the shop go find something else to do when we scroll through the social media feeds we find how pretty others lives are when we hear that our next door neighbor is doing well without Jesus we kind of get confused and start thinking is this really working life can be hard and harsh with us sometimes we may encounter those days when we don't want to be up from our beds maybe you are pressing that pillow over your face maybe you would have thought let not the sun rise upon me i can't bear one more day in that office i don't know whether hell has been transported to my home why do i have to live with such people what do i do on such occasion do i give up or press on the obvious answer is press on but how do i do it when i feel all drained the first thing that we can do is to stop beating ourselves for having such thoughts many christians are guilt-ridden that they are having such unholy thoughts we feel that i'm a christian i'm supposed to carry that christian smile always we stop being real sometimes Being real is not unchristian. Let me repeat it for you. Being real is not unchristian. Let's take few examples from the Bible. Jesus when he heard that his friend Lazarus has passed away, he cried. Paul the apostle went through crazy time. He was deserted by his ministry partner, Demas. He left him. and then apostle paul writes a letter to timothy his son in faith how demas has deserted him demas would have probably thought why do i want to suffer so much as a christian why do i have to be with this guy to be beaten up by people i have suffered a lot this is enough and let me leave he shut his shop now let's listen to the conversation between jesus and his disciple and then later on with his father Matthew chapter 26 verse 36 to 39 then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane and he said sit here while i go over there and to pray he took peter and zebedee's two sons james and john and he became anguished and distressed he told them my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death stay here and keep watch with me he went on a little farther and bowed with his face to the ground praying my father if it is possible let this cup of suffering be taken away from me yet i want your will be to done not mine jesus didn't hide his emotions from his disciples jesus exposed his heart and his pain Let me paraphrase this conversation with his father. Father, this is unbearable. It is going to be painful. If it is possible, please take this cup of suffering from me. But here is what I want to do. I want to do your will. I believe 
for you and me as disciples of Christ, what keeps us going forward is our surrender. My will is that I want to quit. I want to give up on this relationship. And these temptations are too hard to resist. But then we tell God, God, I choose to do your will. I know it's going to be difficult. People might call me a fool, but I choose you and your plan for me. I trust in your plan. The moment we say, not my will, but yours, we begin a first step towards breakthrough. The trust is a surrender that will keep us going. Secondly, our thoughts need a transformation. Paul the Apostle does that in an excellent way. Let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. Listen to his counters for every situation in his life. In affliction or in pain, I'm not crushed by it. And we don't give up hope. In confusion and when things are blurry, we're not given into despair, nor are we frightened by it. When persecuted, we're not forsaken, not left to fend for ourselves. God is there as our protection and strength. In violence, we're not destroyed by it. In every occasion, Apostle Paul chose to hold on to the goodness of God. Even though our present situation warrants a natural response, we choose not to give in to it. Rather, we put our hope in God. This pandemic has been hard on us. While preparing for this podcast, I, I got a text message from one of my believer friends. His parents are critically ill in hospital. He's finding it hard to get medicine. To keep moving forward in such circumstances is not easy. Maybe you know someone like my friend or maybe you are that person. My prayer for you is that God will protect you and keep you safe. I certainly believe that God will take us through this tough time. You're not alone. You're not alone. God is there for you. Let me read this verse for, for you from Paul's second letter to Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 16 and 18. Therefore, we do not lose our heart. Though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory for beyond all comparison. The momentary light affliction. What you are going through today, the pain that we are suffering, the heartbreaks that we are having today, it might seem like an eternity, but the scripture says it's a light affliction. If you're being persecuted for your faith, know that this is a light affliction. And what is in store for us is much greater. And it can be compared to anything that this world can offer. Keep moving. Keep building. God be with you. Hey, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please drop a like and uh, subscribe to this channel. I uh, would be glad if you could do that. Uh, so thank you so much for uh, your time and listening to me. 
So I'll catch up with you in the next one. God bless.